this the show called? Yeah. I'm supposed to be quiet during that part, but it was really tough. Yeah, your mom wrote back. What'd she write? I'm listening right now. She, so your mom somehow thinks that the podcast is live. <laughs> no, she does Okay, because I was, Is that what she wrote back? She goes, I'm listening right now. She goes, yes, I know. I'm listening right now. Like, <laughs> oh my God. I swear. Oh, my God. Uh, by the way, best fact of the day I've learned, Sarah's mom texts in her accent. What'd she write? What'd she text? Oh, it was, oh my God, I forgot. It was, um, I'm, oh, oh what are you doing right now? <laughs> and I was like, but she actually wrote rate, R-A-T-E. Like, what are you doing right now? You recording that podcast? Like, she writes in her accent, and it's the most phenomenal thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. She uh, is hysterical. My mom lives uh, up in Maine and in Wiscasset, Maine, right around there. She got rid of all her goats, but people used to know her as a goat farmer. Oh, uh, yeah, had, she had pizza. She had pizza and a goat. pizza. Maybe he's still alive. He just <laughs> lives on another farm. Oh, I thought, it, I, why do I always kill him in my well, head? Well, a lot of them have died. You know, uh, goat farming is very tricky, actually. Oh, I think pizza's dead, Sarah. Pizza might be dead. You might be right. You know, uh, goats are very susceptible to parasites. Oh, really? Is so, that why yeah. they taste so good? <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Mm. Yeah, actually, that makes me wonder about eating goat. I haven't eaten a lot of goat Wait, have meat. you seen that video that's been circulating on the internet of the guy with the parasites in his gums? And oh. he actually has, like, mealworms at this point, like, oh. wiggling around. That is so gross. How do you let yourself go to that point? That's disgusting. Um, I don't know. Maybe you just ran out of floss. Oh, Anyway, that was kind of why my mom and stepfather got rid of the goats. Because you know you have to deworm them all the time. Yes, they get wor- they get a lot of very a lot of susceptible to parasites. They're Ooh. really actually harder than you think to keep alive. Because the misconception is that goats can eat anything. The problem is they will eat anything, but that doesn't mean they'll live through it. Oh, because they'll but eat th- anything, but then they have a very sensitive stomach. Stomach, which is the interesting part. Well, then I blame Looney Tunes because they're the ones that taught us about that. I know. I'm not sure why that happened because uh, now a farm goat. You really have to work to keep alive. They're not. It's not just like, oh, hey, this goat, and it will eat anything. Did you eat a lot of your goats back when you were growing up? No. I mean, the reason my mom and stepfather had started the goat farming is because they wanted to get into organic farming. And in Maine, there's a large Somalian population who will buy oh, goats, goats. Okay, buy yeah. baby goats, and buy goat meat. So my parents thought, awesome, we're, we're in this business. Mm-hmm. And I think when they started it, that's when the economy crashed. And then, like, the Somalians stopped eating fresh goat, and they just, like, bought, like, bought every- frozen stuff. McDonald's like we all did because no one could afford anything. So the goat market dried up. Then they went to fiber goats, which are goats that you comb for the fiber. Like you can have a cashmere goat. You can have like a, uh, I think Angora is only sheep. But maybe there's an Angora goat. So you comb those and then you You will make it into yarn. So they did those goats for a while. Did your mom make you any mittens? Yes, tons. I have tons of mittens and hats. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, nice. Fresh goat hair? Now she's into hooking rugs, so she's given up the uh, the knitting. Now she's into hooking? Yeah, she That's hooks. That's what you were going to say about your mom? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I would love for my mom to be a prostitute. She would be so funny. All right. And that seems like a perfect <laughs> time to play this. <laughs> this is 
is a statement intended to specify or delimit the scope of rights and obligations that may be exercised and enforced by parties in a legally recognized relationship. Wait, what? This is your disclaimer. The Hey Frage podcast may not be suitable for all years. It's true. In case you didn't know. <laughs> so you would like your... Okay, yes, absolutely. My mom, when we were in high school, my brother and I were in high school, and this is probably why my brother had a kid in college, because she gave us such bad sex advice and such bad <laughs> sex ed. This yeah. is true. She actually told my cousin Leah and I, her sex advice to us when we were like in high school, and she knew we, all, we both had boyfriends, was, I know you two are going to do stuff sexually mm-hmm. with, with guys. Now, before you go down there, you need to pour some rubbing alcohol on it. That's that was her advice. That was her God's honest advice. Before we go down there, pour some rubbing alcohol. But at on least it your parents kill. said something. Like my dad was just like my mom said nothing. My mom literally. Wa- I walked in one day and there was a sex book on my bed. That was it. That would have been better advice than my mom. I mean, can you imagine if I'd actually poured rubbing alcohol on some guy's dick? Like, what would have happened? I mean. He, A, wouldn't have known because he would have been, like, 16 or 17. They don't know at that point what's wrong and what's not. Like, okay. I did some weird stuff. I one time was just like, oh, man, I'm out of lotion. I'll just use this, like, conditioner, shampoo. Dude, oh. I woke up with the worst chafing I've ever had in my life. Like, just so you know, it's not a good lubricant. Oh, my God. The, wor- the I mean, honestly, we could do a whole show on the bad sex advice. Oh, God, yeah. My dad, on the other hand, just kind of was like, oh, this? Oh, that's called a blowjob, kid. This is what you want. You want to have blowjobs. You don't want to have sex because you can't get pregnant giving blowjobs. I was like, okay, Dad, thanks. Why didn't your yeah, didn't your dad step in and give you more sex advice? No, he pretty much just always told me. He, his way of saying it is like, hey, hey, hey. Just Leonardo, no Michelangelo. Just Leonardo? Because that was his way of saying, like, just paint the surface. Don't sculpt inside. Like, don't get inside. <laughs> that was his so advice. my dad's advice was just like, hey, you know, you keep it in the mouth, you play around, you keep it outside, but don't ever, ever go inside. <laughs> okay. okay, that seems like, again, really bad advice. It worked. Look at me. Almost 30 years old. Knock on wood. No strangers. Well, see, that actually leads me to... I, I didn't and yes, I refer to children as strangers. <sighs> Oh, that's terrible. They're little babies. Mm, yeah, but I'm saying, like, I don't have any, like, strange children. That makes me wonder. Do you worry that you're infertile? No. Really? You actually think that you could produce a kid? Oh, actually, I don't know if I... <laughs> I don't think you could. I wonder, like, I can get a count, can I? Like, I can go get, like, an actual test to see Mm-mm. if I'm fertile or not. Yes, we need to do that. Because I think need I'll to be do good. That yeah, I think I'd be fine. I honestly have zero, zero issues. Mm-hmm. Well, that actually leads me to the question. You know, yesterday I meant to ask you about, because I'm going to do a will okay. you know, for myself. Uh-huh. And one of the things I'm thinking about is freezing my eggs. Okay. And in the will, I want to leave you my eggs. <laughs> Would you accept? Do. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing I didn't drink before that. <laughs> Why is that funny? No, no, no. Um, it's not funny. Uh, thank you. Okay, yes. Is that a, is thank, that a, thank, thank you. Okay, you're welcome. Yeah. Because here's the thing, right? So I'm thinking about freezing my eggs because Lord knows, as we discussed yesterday, will Dan and I have a kid? Will we be together? I mean, honestly, who knows? This is a choose your adventure. No one knows where this book is ending. You know what? I'm, I like this idea so far. So the thing is, is in my will, I could leave the eggs to Dan, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then I'm like, I don't know, you know, because then it gets murky. I've, I've been talking to this a- attorney about my will. And if you leave your eggs to somebody, then those eggs might then be entitled to part of your inheritance, like all this stuff, right? Oh. And I'm not going to leave my eggs to my brother because that's kind of weird, you yeah. know? So 
who could I leave my eggs to? And I thought you would be a great person because one, you may never find someone that wants to have a child with you. And so all of a sudden, my need and my desperate need, I'm be like, well, I guess I can just yes, uh, exactly. Someone give me a turkey baster. I'm going in on this egg. <laughs> yes. Is that how they do it now? I don't know. I'm not sure. No, no, no. I think what they do is you have to. You'll have to find a carrier. Okay. Because then they'll implant those eggs with your sperm, and boom. So I almost want to give you life if I can't give you a career. Okay. (laughs) See, because I was thinking your idea, I honestly, I I thought I was on the same page as you until you said that, because I assumed your idea was, hey, Sammy, that way, once we build up this crazy radio career, just in case anything happens, you can always reproduce another Sarah, you know, with somebody else, and then you can have your own kid and have the other Sammy, Boom, they could continue the legacy and take the show on. That is brilliant. That's what I thought you were going with that. And I was like, all right, cool. I'll leave you my... uh... Will you leave me your stuff? Yes. Yeah, yeah. We need a second generation of this show. You know how people are always looking for like their... Uh Uh-huh. What is it? Successors? The successor? Yes. Oh, my God. That's so genius. See, that's what I thought you were going with. And I was like, all right, that's cool. So that way, you know, you just got to kind of leave a list of things you really want, like Italian, accent... Oh my but, god. Uh, that eight point eight inches. <laughs> what? <laughs> Whatever you want. Just you just give me a list of things so that way I know, you know, what to look for in case, God forbid, anything happened. We have to start with uh let's make a new Sarah. Give me an A. That is so genius. Yeah, that's what I thought you were going with. All right, I love that. No, I okay. love that. Okay. Then I'm honored. Thank you. Yes, I will accept your eggs with open arms. Great. This and, is so good. And with my arm, with my hand raised, I pledge to never ever make an omelet. <laughs> That's so gross. Oh my god. That is so disgusting. Sign, Sammy. Oh god. Anyway, we didn't have time to get to that. Uh, look, there's so much to get to on this show, including. I don't know. What do you, I want your thoughts on this. Do you think this is going to get us in trouble or not? But we have a guy who works in the TV business uh-huh. who wants to be on this podcast. We cannot use his name. Under voice changer. He has allegedly inside scoop and spoilers of exactly what happens on House of Cards this season. This is awesome. As you know on this show, I love spoilers. Yes. Love spoilers. Okay. I like when I start a book, I read the last page first. When making a murderer, right? Stephen Avery, I watch episode one, Google the whole thing, and then I watch the rest. I'm yes. obsessed. O.J. Simpson, the people versus O.J. right now, cannot, oh, oh my God, what's her name? Faye. Um, Wait, isn't John Travolta in that? Yes. He's so good. Oh, my God. Bob Shapiro. He plays Bob Shapiro. Okay. That show is so good. Um Ryan Murphy, who did Glee, is the one behind People vs. Uh, OJ. Yeah, 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 yeah. Freaking amazing. Nice. I'm trying to think of the woman, Faye. Uh, hold on. Let me let me Google her name. Anyway, I'm obsessed with her now. She wrote a book about, um, and I don't even remember this stuff because we were young when the whole OJ trial All happened. All I remember is like being in school one day and everyone walked through. The like, teachers were like, oh, my God, OJ's innocent. Do you believe that? And I was like, <laughs> why would my orange juice have been a problem to begin with? Like, what is wrong with this? Oh, Faye Resnick. So Faye Resnick and and Connie uh, Britton, the actress, plays Faye Resnick in the show, and she's so good. Oh my God! It's like it's. Are you not watching this, by the way? I don't have TV, Sarah. Oh my God! Forget about this. I'm a. I'm a total hippie. Oh, anyway, I, I am obsessed. Like, now all I do is watch the show and then frantically, like, Google the Faye Resnick interview on Larry King Live, like the actual one. What Anyhow, station is it on? 
FX. Oh, yeah. No, I don't have FX. But so I could probably steal it from somewhere, right? You have got to hack in and steal this because yeah, yeah, the show yeah, yeah. is really, really good. Okay. So, anyhow, I love spoilers. So, this guy wrote to us after he heard that we like spoilers. Do you think we should have him on? I don't know if any of these spoilers for House of Cards are true or not true. I'm totally down. Here's my thing what? is we can give him voice change. He can talk. He can. We can allegedly any. You can allegedly say anything. You know. We don't even know if they're actually spoilers, Sarah. This guy could be pulling. You know. Well, that's the thing. This whole thing could be totally fake. Totally I have no fake. idea. See, so I say you go for it. Worst case scenario, we make fun <laughs> of you. Best case scenario, <laughs> you we have what? like a scoop. You know, that's awesome. <laughs> Okay, great. Um, so anyway, we're going to have him on. Looks like that's a yes. Uh, also, we are designing our own T-shirts, right? So a lot of you have asked for T-shirts. And Sammy has either a genius idea or a totally ridiculous one. Mm-hmm. I can't decide. And we're supposed to give these legitimate T-shirt designers this idea later today. I got to know your thoughts. Um, Thank you guys so much. You're freaking amazing. We sold out the podcast show, the next live show, April 1st, the 7 p.m. show in less than 12 hours. I think it went on sale at 11 a.m. It was sold out by 9 p.m. on April 1st here at the DC Improv. We are doing a second show. Uh, by popular demand, it will be 9.15 p.m. I don't know how I'm going to stay up, honestly. Aww. You're going to take over the second one. I like that you already announced it. Well, it did. Allison from DC Improv was like, holy crap, it's sold out. We got to do a second show. Pop one up there immediately. And she's like, we'll pop it up. So DCimprov.com, get on. They'll be out today. A second show. Tickets are yours. So I'm excited we see for this. I'm exci- I think we're going to rally through. I just think all you oh, got to do is, too, yeah. you know, I just won't let you drink my hooch. I can't get drunk. That's the thing. I've yeah. got to remain. You got to remain, you know. I'm a one drink wonder now. Yeah. And then afterwards, look at second show. Boom. We'll slosh you up. <laughs> Um, I want to know, you know, we always try to do something a little bit more serious on this show. So I want to talk t-shirt design with you. I also want to talk about um, Aaron Andrews. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, this whole, that's another case now that I'm like, absolutely. She's in court suing Marriott, by the way, which is the hotel that allegedly let this creeper essentially get a room like right next to her, I gave heard. her, the gave him the, the number, uh, the whole thing. So she's suing Marriott. But there was an interesting um, testimony from her yesterday about the company that she was working for ESPN at the time and what they wanted her to do. Mm. So I want to get your thoughts okay. on that. If you think it was insensitive or that's just the way. I've heard some bits and pieces of the story. And so far, it's so insensitive from what I've heard. But I'm excited to hear what you have to say. Yeah, I want I want to know all that um, and what you think about that. And then there's another list of things that people are happy they tried before they turned the age of 30. And Sammy, as you guys may know, this month is turning 30. Oh, my God. I can't believe I've known you for so long. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to be older than you. How does that feel? <laughs> Well, you know, somebody actually wrote to me and wanted to know if I've had plastic surgery because I look like I'm getting younger, which I took as a serious compliment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have not yes. done annoyance. <laughs> look at that. I haven't done any plastic surgery. You feel like a, you feel like a MacBook Pro. <laughs> What's that mean? It means you're all plastic. It was just a joke. <laughs> I haven't had any work done. I can't afford to have any work done. Well, how do you think? You know how much expensive Botox injections yeah, and no, all this stuff is? Here's I haven't done anything. Guys, let's be honest, all right? Just logically speaking, okay, if Sarah was going to get any work done, she'd get that laser hair removal of her upper <laughs> lip, you know? And she hasn't done that yet, so clearly she's not doing anything else. I don't even... I, it's not even that bad. You rock the stash, girl. You be confident. <laughs> One love. 
Such Girl power. Jack. All right, you came up with Look at, yeah, get on in there. Show them on Periscope. I don't even have one right now. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Are we live on Periscope? Yeah. Okay, can anybody, can you see my mustache? Yes, they can see your mustache. Could you see it? Especially see that it. light. The problem with Sarah's light is just so <laughs> good. Up. You're such a the thumbs up on the shirts. Good. Okay, well, well, here's the shirt idea. Let's talk about this t-shirt idea, right? Mm -hmm. So people really wanted us to do t-shirts. So we're, we're going to make some t-shirts to support this uh, cast pod. So the company wants a design. Sammy has come up with... I don't have a mustache either. Thank you. Nobody thinks on Periscope I have a mustache. Thank you. Okay. So we've come up with a couple of t-shirts designs. Mine, I'm going to go with, are pretty boring. They're pretty standard, right? They have the Hey Frage logo. They have, Let's you know... Let's put it on the sleeve, and then we'll say Hey Frage with the, with the curly cue. I really want t-shirts that people are going to wear. So Sammy came up with... Hold on. Are you going to talk about my shirt right now? Yeah. Let's get some good background music. I need some scholarly music. This is how genius this idea is, as you were, Sarah. So Sammy has come up with the idea uh -huh. for our t-shirt. And it's heavenly. Of taking our images, of, of the two of us, and we're going to put this on the front of the t-shirt. Yeah. Hey, can you bring it up on your computer? I, like, lost it. You lost it. Where's it's yours? Right there. So Sammy wants to do this where it's a picture of the two of us, and our pictures are sort of made up of what would you say how would you describe it well they're all you know like from a distance you look at it and it just looks like it's a painting of sarah and i okay but then when you get really close you realize this painting is just made of hundreds and thousands of words okay such as what words well yours was penis anus and vagina <laughs> that is so when you get close to this image, it's going to say naughty words. Yeah. But when you're afar, anyone It'll would just think look like your face. it's just like two pictures of us. But if you, I think you get oh, in there God. and you're like, yeah, you write down, you're a dumbass and you should listen to the Hey Fresh broadcast. I don't care. You can write anything you want to. I think if you write just a bunch of cuss words, people would love the shirt. Do you think people are really going to wear that? Yeah, because no one would ever get caught with that. No one's ever going to get caught so with that. So you get this t-shirt, you're wearing it around. It's the, our faces, maybe just the Rock the Cast Pod small on the back or like at Hey Fraser or something. Yeah. And then and the words like, are penis, anus, and vagina. I mean, <laughs> this is like 12 that years was, old. That was the one I'd made for you. I also made my version in which I just put a bunch of different, you know, synonyms for the word penis, such as yogurt slinger, beaver buster, <laughs> tube steak. What so, are we, 12 years old? At some point, we want Oprah to be on this podcast, and this is, like, what we're putting out. But that's great marketing. Oprah would be like, damn, you know what? If this was, if she wasn't around in, if this, she was around in 2016, oh she'd be doing a shirt like that that said Yogurt Slinger. <laughs> All right, will you, on Periscope, and then right now, will you tweet at us? And tell us, should we do this t-shirt design? Can we actually put, do you think, your yeah, you image can out? You can, oh, you want to put mine up but not well, yours? That's fine. You well, can put no, mine you up. You can put mine out. I don't care. Put mine out. And and we can say to people, look closely what these words say. Should we make this our t-shirt? I just don't know if it'll show up on, uh, we'll put it like on your blog maybe, because I don't know if it'll show up full size. Okay. Follow us on, on our social medias. I'm at at HeyFrage, H-E-Y-F-R-A-S-E. But it's On great. Twitter and Instagram. People are going to love those, Sarah. Tell us if we should do that as a design, because I do want it to be T-shirts that people actually buy and wear. If it had something really vulgar, like we got to find something really funny and really vulgar to put in there, <clears throat> and that way people from a distance are like, "Oh, okay, cool. This must be the host. This must be the host of the show." And they get up close to like, "Oh, damn! Do they even know what they're wearing on their shirt?" <laughs> and then uh, Sammy's on Twitter and Instagram at the S A M Y K at the Sammy K. Our Snapchats are Hey Fraze Show. 
and at the Sammy K. Tell us if you would wear this. And I, I'm going to put it up on the HayFrage.com later and see if people would wear it. Maybe that should be our t-shirt design. Just Maybe think that's about genius. it. Just think about it. I know. Well, I do. No, I mean, I want it to be something that people are going to wear. So if people are going to wear that, then... Let's legitimately do it. I just didn't know if people would actually. Why wouldn't they, Sarah? That's just, like, are you telling me you wouldn't wear a T-shirt that had a bunch of cuss words on it? That's so like New York fashion, like Brooklyn of you. Like, wow. <laughs> I, I think it's a great idea. It's just that when people, like I said, someday Oprah's going to be on, and you and I are going to be wearing our shirts with penis, anish, and but she anus won't know. That's the funniest part. See, that's the best part. Dick slinger. <laughs> What did you want on there? Yogurt slinger. Okay, yogurt. Beaver buster. Okay, yeah. Tube Here safe. I am trying to be, uh, we're trying to get a national TV show and we're on there with Beaver Slinger. Yeah, but see, it's not like Oprah's going to come and look at you and be like, oh, let me read your shirt. No. <laughs> okay. She's going to see a picture of you from a distance and walk away. That's what most people are going to do. That's the best thing about the shirts is 99.9% .9 of people are going to look at your shirt, see a picture of you and be like, oh, okay, that's cool. That's Sarah and Sammy and walk away. <laughs> They're oh never going to get close enough to actually realize what it is. That's what makes it so great. Oh, my God, Sammy. You. Okay. Well, let's see what people think. Hey, um, Easter is coming up. I wanted to know, where, what's your recommendations? Now, because we tape out of D.C., mm -hmm. but uh, we have a lot of listeners now um, listening from all over, and I want to do some listener shout-outs uh, later. But for those of us in the D.C. area, I'm trying to make good Easter brunch reservations. Oh. I want your recommendations. Okay. Um, Where should we go? Normally, any holiday, I can just spit out ideas. The problem with holidays like, I don't know, Easter is I'm a Muslim, so I've never really <laughs> gone out for Easter brunch before, needless to say. Well, it's the same thing as brunch, basically. Um, you just go, if you are Christian, you just might go to church. But I think people before. actually go, like, there's, like, special places that have special Easter brunches. You know what I mean? And I don't really know what's going on. I do, like, I will say one of my favorite brunches, though, when I do decide to splurge on brunch. Okay. It's really classic, kind of like, probably not the coolest place in the world, but I like to go to the Kennedy Center. They have that rooftop. Oh, my God. That's a great idea. Really? They do brunch? They do brunch, and it is awesome. It's an old-school brunch with, like, three different rooms, you know, like a room for just desserts, a room for this. And they have, you know, it's like an old-school brunch where you're walking around, you're just kind of grabbing stuff, but... That's always, always, always a good choice. Oh, my God. Genius. I want to go there. I just, I didn't even realize that yeah, they had that upstairs kind of cocktail lounge and restaurant at the Kennedy Center uh -huh. until, uh, I think we saw Jerry Seinfeld last year. And then we had seen some friends, and they were all upstairs. And you could totally have a cocktail and walk around, and you can yeah. see the entire city. Yeah. That is a great spot. Great record. See, you know all the places No, that's a go. really good, like, whenever I decide to do, like, a cool brunch, especially if like, I have, like, you know family or like family friends in town they want to do something really nice that's usually my go-to oh that's so because it's also good. approachable you know what i mean you don't want to take them somewhere like that's going to be like all this fusion stuff and they're gonna be like what the hell am i eating you know so i try to make it approachable <laughs> it's really approachable it's really good and well, it's like classic like dc like people who are visiting they want to see that classic stuff you know okay they don't want to go to the coolest hippest restaurant here they want to go see something that's really dc um, that is a great spot. So Just like either, when you were in New Orleans, you went to all the places like, all right, what is really New Orleans? You know, you weren't going to what the best restaurant was. You were going to, you know, what the most typical New Orleans, like, here is the best and here is what's known for But you for know I'm a food snob. I know. So I got to go places that are really good. Yeah, but they were still really go. good, though. Uh, yeah, they were. There were. There were yeah, some yeah. recommendations. But I'm just saying they were like New Orleans. They were like, you know, more like people who live in D.C. don't go to Old Ebbett Grill that frequently, you know. That's they true. go. But that's mainly like a tourist spot. People love to go there when they're here on vacation because it's just very D.C. to go there. Yeah. And the 
food's actually good at Old yeah, Abbott's. I like, yeah, I like the Old Abbott's. Um, okay, good. I love that recommendation. Candy Thanks. Center. See if you can get a reservation. <gasps> so good. I want to go. Um, there's a list out. I thought this was great from a blogger. Amanda Slavin. And here are the things that people are happy they did before they turned the age of 30. Okay, okay. Okay. There's, it's, there's actually 30 of them, so there's a long list. So I'm going to give you some highlights and see if you think you've already accomplished this or we still need to fit this in before March 24th when you turn 30. Okay. Head that my heart ripped out of my chest. Heartbreak sucks, but there are moments when it saves you. Everyone before the age of 30 should have a true breakdown over a relationship. Have your heart ripped out. What do you think? Have you, has that happened to you? Oh, yeah, it definitely happened to me. Really? So yeah, you've already yeah. experienced that? Yeah, I've already got my heart broken. Cheating slut. I'm sorry, what did I say? <laughs> that, that slipped out. I so apologize. you feel like you've been there, done that one? I apologize. That's also one of the things here is being a mean girl and apologizing. So I'm apologizing for that. Get that one out of the way, too. <laughs> Boom, knocked that one out before 30. What about this on the list of things that I tried and learned before 30? I failed, learned, and failed again. Have you done that? Oh, my gosh. I've failed so many times. I don't know if I've learned from them yet, but I keep on failing, and I feel like I'm learning every little bit, you know, here and there. I know. Here's the thing. There's so many. You have so many failures and things before you know, you really succeed. And before you find out what you really want. Yeah, man, that's what that also, it's fun. I kind of enjoy failing. As a guy who gets like, you know, <laughs> dissed by girls all the time, I enjoy being dumped more than I kind of enjoy a girl being into me. Like a girl gets into me and I'll go like on one or two dates. I'm like, ugh, already over this. How's your current, how's the current relationship going with the girl that, that is a listener to the podcast? Well, I really didn't want to talk about it because <laughs> I've been going, because I've. <laughs> Things have been going well. Have you guys gone out more than once? Uh, no, I recently gone ghost. Why? Oh my God! Don't. So, Why are well, you now doing she knows. That? See, Sarah, I was trying to be subtle about oh, it and like kind I'm of. Be so mad at you! Why aren't you communicating? I was gonna ease ghost my way out of there. Be like, oh, you know, I don't know. I'm just, I just, I'm busy and I got other shit going on. I'm just not what into it. What is the matter with you? I don't then know. just tell her that. I'm gonna be so mad at you. You better own up. And I don't know. Just, it was fun. I thought we would be cool, but then maybe. But now you're not feeling the chemistry. Not feeling too much of anything. That sucks. What does it suck? I'm like happy with it. Because I wanted you to get married to a listener. Man, hell no. <laughs> okay, well that. Well, but you can't I mean, go maybe, ghost. Maybe. I don't know. I just. I'm not. I'm just. I'm just you're not in that place. You're not in a good place. Now you're gonna make me text her after I get out of here because I'm gonna want to tell her before she listens to the podcast. Well, yeah. I you're mean, you're an ass. <laughs> I had stuff just, to do today. Can't you just communicate with her like, hey, I'm I just feeling like I'm not in the right place? Because I do think that's your issue. I think you, you're going to meet somebody great, I know, when you're ready. But you're hustling with snacklings, with this. you got a million things. Are you looking for your cell phone? Yeah, I'm going to text her right now. What do I text her, Sarah? Just tell me what to say. I would say, hey, whatever your name is. Um, hey, whatever your name is. Good morning. I hope your morning's off to a good start. All right, all right, all right. I don't what know. Else? Did you guys have plans to get together? I, I, I just I no, don't. I've want been to... playing. I've been playing. Okay. Ghosty Mc. I've been playing Casper McGhosty. Hey. I, okay. Then I would just say it as easy as this. Hey, I just want to be truthful with you, or honest with you, or, or just full disclosure with you right now. Uh huh. Truthful with you. All right. Go. I'm super busy. I'm not in a place where I can commit to this relationship on a regular basis. Uh-huh. I would love to stay in touch. Oh, man. Really? I got to write that part? Sure. She probably won't text you for okay. a while. Wait, I'm not in a place where I can stay in this. Okay, I got it. All right. Relationship. I'd love to stay in touch, but I want you to find out, you know, from me first, or I want to be, uh, I just wanted uh, to 
tell you that or to give you that respect. But is it really relationship, Sarah? I've yes. known her for like a week and a half, two weeks, three weeks maybe. But because you are you're yeah. saying on this you're going ghost. You don't want to you you want to end the conversation, right? Now you're at the point where it's like when she texts, you don't really want to text back. That's totally cool. We've all been there. Hey, I'm in a place right now. I'm really crazy busy working. I just am not ready to commit to this on an ongoing, regular basis. I wanted you to know first. I hope you understand. I hope we can stay friends. Boom, sent. Okay. I hope you understand. I hope you can stay friends. Boom. All Done. right. Sending it. There you go. Live on the podcast. I'm going to ruin her day at work, aren't I? No, you're not. If she's a mature woman, here's how... If she's a mature woman, she's, of course, going to be stung. Everybody's stung, no matter how many times you get rejected or whatever. But... If she's really in it for the long haul and wants to be friends, it's cool. Okay, I understand. Should I also put it in parentheses, uh, P.S., you can listen to the full uh, <laughs> no, the full breakup no. text on the podcast? No. Please don't stop listening. I think she's a, I'm, I think she's amazing, and I think it's... It, oh, send it. Good. I've done that one. <laughs> You're not fucked. If she's a mature woman, she'll totally understand. Sure, sure she will. Luckily, I don't have a car, because in moments like this, this is when you get your car keyed. Oh, you'll be fine. She's not going to key your car. She's not. Everybody here is shaking their head. By Tide Joe's here. Jessica's here. Like, what? Look, Jessica's giving me the shady eyes. She's our intern. She's Jessica, the- is it better for me to go ghost? Please back me up Yeah, on Jessica, you come over here and get on the microphone. Jessica's our intern. She's super cute, by the way. Because I think that sometimes you're a little bit too old school for me. Jessica's, you know, young. I'm She's new school. school. I've had everybody go ghost on me. Every- I have, like... Everyone's dumpy but Ed. Going ghost is the best, correct? Yeah, it is. Thank what? you. <laughs> why? Why? What? Because that was an awkward text message I just had to do, like super awkward. Yeah, and then you can just, you know, not just like just not say anything because it's like easier to do that because they oh get the message god. if you don't say anything. It's just like okay, they don't want, they're not interested anymore. Oh my god, I I've give done up it to people. It's okay. Well, I, I give up. Okay, I'm trying to be a better person. Yeah. That really sucks. Either, like, I used to sit there and write back unsubscribe, or I'd write back error 404, this user no longer exists. <laughs> like, I just write that back to them, and they just assume it was, like, you know, like a random message back oh to them. Oh, my God. So that I way give they up. thought, like, my phone disappeared. But now, I figured going ghost was nicer, because at least I wasn't lying. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I don't hurt their feelings. See, just well, st- that is ridiculous. If your feelings are not hurt by people going ghost, no. You owe it to people. You are a prof- high-profile person. You owe it to people to just say what you want and mean what you say. Do you say. know how many numbers I have on my phone that I just scroll through? I'm like, who the hell is this? I have no <laughs> idea who this number is. And then I guarantee you, like, it's probably a girl that I got her number. We texted one time, and she went ghost on me. <laughs> I completely forgot. Like, it never affected me. I don't even know who she is. Like, I look at the phone, and I'm like, who is this? Oh, my God. You and phones. You've got to put names in there. I, I do. That, I love that you had a potential meeting last night for a job, and you called me after, and you were like, I talked to this guy for 10 minutes. I had no fucking clue who he was. You're going to say that he listens, Sarah. <laughs> He doesn't mind. Yeah. You would get the joke. No, I mean, I'm you not. You called me after. He goes, for the first few minutes, I thought he was one of your stalkers. I go, why would one of Well, because I didn't job? know. I had, like, I didn't realize, and I was, like, in the middle. I was at the snack factory doing some work, <laughs> so I had, like, you know, crap all over me. And then all of a sudden, I get this phone call. I'm like, yeah, uh-huh. I'm, like, trying to hear on speakerphone because I don't have my headphones, <laughs> and my phone's all jacked up. And I had no idea for, like, at least, you know, like, I would say, like, have the phone call. It's so fine. I was like, oh, now I know who you are, and then I opened up more, and I was like, all right, yeah. What's They're up? really cool. I can't wait to think what, hear what he thought about the conversation. He probably thought I was rip-roaring high. <laughs> B- 
because, but I was just, I was like, you know, flabbergasted and working and my mind was everywhere. All right. All right. Fine. Uh, there's a couple more on this list of things. 30 things I'm happy I tried and then learned, you know, before 30 years old. Yeah. Okay. Um, have you learned how to love being alone? Just love alone being alone? Yeah. Well, I mean, I have no choice. I got to love it at this point. So <laughs> it's not really like I've, I mean, yeah, I love being alone. Have you cried a lot? For uh -huh. years. Uh, this this is this blogger on Huffington Post. I thought crying in public was wrong. I didn't cry in public for years because I was told that it was weak and unacceptable. But now I believe it's a sign of showing your strength. Are you willing to show your emotions in public? Um, recently, as I've gotten older, I've noticed that I will tear up at the stupidest shit on TV. Like, oh, I know. It's so horrible. Like, I'll be watching, like, some NCIS episode, then all of a sudden some kid, like, skids, you know, skids their knee, and I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, like, and I'll watch like these random sports documentaries just so I kind of have a random fact to throw out with guys every once in a while. And okay, I'm when you, I want to watch you watch a sports documentary. What are you watching? Thirty on thirty or yeah, something? Yeah, I watched 30 whatever for 30? the thirty okay. for thirty, right? And I have my laptop out so that way I can look up like what is the three pointer? All right, cool. <laughs> what is a foul? Okay, I always thought it was a poultry. Wow, I did not realize that. <laughs> Um, so I, those will make you break down. No, so like sometimes, yeah, like at the end, like if they lose, I fucking cry. Really? I'm such a like it's weird. I think I. Um, a lot of these I feel like you've already accomplished. Number seven on the list was I've educated myself. I've dreamed big. Have you dreamed big? No, I've kept my dreams pretty low. <laughs> Why is that? My, I don't know. You just what? You just don't want to get your hopes up too high? No, no, no. I dream big. Of course I dream big. Okay, good. You know. Um, also that you've opened up to your family. Have you done that? Um, if your definition of opened up is I'll get hammered in front of them. Yeah, I definitely have in my 20s. <laughs> no. Compared to in my teens where I had to hide it all the time. Have, like, you, <laughs> have you and your mom had just a real heart to heart? Uh, no, not really. I mean, maybe. I think she probably thinks we have. But you, but you don't feel like you have. Yeah, I probably, I've, I've definitely had some. Like sometimes I look at my phone, and I was like, "Whoa!" Have I you, talked to my mom for that long. I must have been obliterated. <laughs> no, I feel like you and your mom have probably grown closer, right, over the years. I mean, yeah, it's whatever. I mean, it's fine. Definitely grown close, like definitely closer, I'd say. But you know, um, what about this? Have you forgave others and forgiven yourself for mistakes you've made? Ooh, I've definitely forgiven myself and forgiven most people, but there's still one person I fucking hate. Really? Yeah, there's one person that I just like, hate more than life itself. <laughs> Do you want to like, share? No, I don't want to share their name okay. because that's the thing. I like I like knowing that they're beneath me, and Ooh. I keep it in my head. You know what I mean? You know that one nemesis that you like? You have a yes. nemesis? Uh, no, not anymore. Not anymore. I know what, I know what you mean. Like I've I've been there. I've had those moments or people in my life in the past. Like in high school, I feel like there, there were these twins that I really didn't like, and now I'm thinking, why did I not like them? They no, weren't that bad. I find that like every good superhero, there's only they're only as good of a superhero as their nemesis. You know what I mean? And so I have like a nemesis that I just keep in my mind all the time. I just really? like hate this person. Yeah. I used to hate somebody for a long time, but then as you go on. It's funny how life, I end up having great empathy for them because I think when you're in a situation and the person is your nemesis and you, you're only blinded by how awful they are, but then the more you get away from it and work to let go of it, then you begin to have great empathy. But most people, it's very sad. You had empathy. I take it more as hilarity because I look, I go, look at you. This is, you know why you're fucking failing at life? Because you're a dick. <laughs> That's why. That's why you. That's why you got fired that. from your job because you're a dick. 
and I'll sit there like just lost my job and I'll try to super like that shit on Facebook. I'm like, I know we're not even Facebook friends, but I'm gonna hack in there and like this. <laughs> um, no, I used to feel that way about about some people, but over the years I've just let it go. Because it's know. most of the time they end up being really sad. Like I mean, honest to God, when we t- when you talk about karma and that there is a cosmic balance in the universe, there completely is. And so, I don't care who you are. You can get away with it for years, years, but it catches up with you in the most mysterious ways. And it's sad. I feel like, too, sometimes people that are dicks end up getting cancer. Like, it just, and not that I'm saying, I'm not equating everyone that gets cancer that, that is a dick or deserves it in any way. But I'm saying that people... Are it you all comes if back I'd, to you. Are you asking me if I'd like that if you posted it on Facebook? <laughs> is that what you're asking me? <laughs> yeah, what you would super like. No, I'm not saying that. It's not about being sick, but I've everything comes back. People lose their families. They lose their fortunes. They lose their health. It all comes back. So you, it's, it's true. I think you put out good karma energy. Yeah, like I said, I've forgiven everybody but this one anus. That's oh my God, it. I can't wait till this podcast ends because I think I know who it is. Okay. Um, and have you learned to love yourself? Number one on the list of this, of, of 30 things I'm happy I tried and learned before 30. Have you learned to love yourself no matter what? Yeah, three times a day, before breakfast, before lunch, <laughs> and after dinner. Not the right thing. Um, that is not the right thing. Uh, look, we've been going back and forth. I can't believe this. My goddamn GoDaddy email will not let me log in. We we're supposed to call our source, right? This TV source mm-hmm. for... Oh, let me see. Hold on. Let's I see. even had the voice change did he, ready. Did he... Did he did text back. Mm-hmm. Okay, actually, it's not a he. It's a she. Is it a she? Oh. Yes. <laughs> did she text back? No. I like the God voice change damn on damn it! We couldn't get... Why do you like the voice change on me? Dude, you sound really weird with it on. Really? Yeah. Okay, well, I'm trying to log into my email, and it was so slow, we missed the window... To talk to this person, fine. God, I hope we can talk to this person tomorrow. I'm going to be so upset. I want to know all the spoilers. You sound really intimidating with this voice. I am. Say I'm going to crush you like a sandwich. I'm going to crush you like a sandwich. Wow, that was that was good. That was good. Okay. Sorry. Back to your regular voice I'm now. I'm going to... Oh, okay. Do you want to go back to no, the voice no, change? No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. Anyway, this person hasn't texted back at all. Nope. No, Sarah. This makes me so upset. We had this window to call this person, Sammy. What are we going to do? I, my fucking email. I'm well, so mad right now. You should punch GoDaddy in the face. Ugh. If they made us miss our scoop, I'm going to be so mad. I really want to talk to this person. Well, I'm it's like, not like they're releasing the whole God. season today. I know. They're releasing it tomorrow. <laughs> I know, I was being sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine, let's move on. I'm getting really upset. This is like, I hate I when bet things you don't go right. And I, I'm especially mad because I didn't forward you on the email for this person's phone number. Spoiler alert, Kevin Spacey does something presidential. <laughs> Boom. I got you the scoop right there. How about that, now, y'all? I want to know if, if Kevin Spacey, if Frank Underwood... Wait, have you started watching, speaking of spoilers, have you started watching Sons of Anarchy yet? Yes. Oh, really? How far are you into it? Are you at the uh, part that Gemma gets stabbed in the head with a knife and dies? What? You're such an asshole. No <laughs> Got her again. All right. No way. Gemma dies? Mama Gemma? Dude, yeah. She gets stabbed in the head with a knife. No way. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. God, I hate spoilers and I love spoilers. Yeah. God, this, anyway. Jessica, I don't know. I guess this person went into a meeting. We'll, we'll see. If and are you a Marilyn it. Manson fan? Not really. Why? Oh, because he makes an appearance, too. Really? Yeah, he ends up, you know. With who? Slamming and killing one of the guys. Really? Awesome. Yeah. The oh guy with God. the mohawk. I forgot his name. 
Has he even been on the show? I think I'm only on season one. It's oh, okay. Maybe, yeah. It's okay. I'm not like that into it yet. Oh, okay. This is like the very end. So you're going to have to wait all the way to like the second to last episode I to see Jenna. I don't know if I'll get it. I'm starting to watch Longmire. I'm always looking for new shows. Oh, really? Yeah. Longmire. I think I'll start watching Breaking Bad. I've never watched Breaking Bad. Do you Bad. watch Street Science? No. Now, that's a good nerdy show that I really? think Dan would like. Yeah. What's about that? What's street that about? Street Science just goes out on the street and he does like science experiments, like regulars, but it's so cool. Oh, I love science. Yeah. No, we started to watch um, Mad Dogs on Amazon, but I'm not into that either. Like not, Mad Dogs? Good. What's that? It's about these four guys. They've got a friend who's a drug dealer. They get down to Belize. They don't know he's a drug dealer. Is it a documentary? No. Oh, it's, it it's like a, it's it's pretty. Uh, it's not that great. It's got a good cast of characters, but it's not that. Oh, uh, okay. okay. They, almost the characters become so stupid. Like every move they make, you know, is so dumb. That you're just like, okay, this has like become unbelievable at this point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, Erin Andrews. So you know her as a sports reporter. We touched on this story a little bit yesterday. Yes. But her testimony kind of rocked people yesterday when she actually came out and said that um, when that whole nude video surfaced of her on the Internet. And the guy, the whole story behind it, very, very strange. The guy who actually recorded her didn't even know who she was. Just saw that she was trending. I mean, talk about a weird set of circumstances. Saw she was trending on Yahoo, figured out she was famous, and then decided that he was going to frame her for money. Like, that was uh, not even frame her, but he was going to sell the video for money. That's how the whole thing happened. So she testified yesterday that ESPN, who she was working for at the time, didn't really believe her and, in fact, told her before she could go back to work that she needed to do an interview. They were pushing her to do an interview on Good Morning America on ABC, which is a sister network to ESPN. Mm -hmm. They wanted her to go on TV and deny that she had anything to do with the video recording in order to advance her career or success. Can you believe that? She ended up going on Oprah, by the way. But why did they care? Why would she have to come out and deny that? Like, what... From the account of Andrew's testimony on Monday, and this is from Entertainment Tonight, uh, quote, because there wasn't an arrest, because we didn't know where this happened, my bosses at ESPN told me, before you go back on air for college football, we need you to give a sit-down interview, Andrew said. That was the only way I was going to be allowed back on air. They were highly recommending GMA because ESPN and ABC are the same, and they wanted it on GMA. But like my dad had said the other day, I didn't want it to be a two-second thing, she continued. No, this is my life and I feel terrible about myself and want to figure out how this happened. She ended up talking to Winfrey's producers. Are you kind of, I was so surprised. ESPN declined to comment for the Washington Post story um, I was as well surprised. as I was surprised they just didn't believe her. That they actually wanted her to prove. And me like, too. And, that they're like, and now that the actual defense I guess is actually accusing her of um, that she actually got she actually career got, advancement. got career advancement out of it so really it was a positive for her. And that, you know, she's not really owed anything. So I wanted to know your thoughts on that. That's pretty messed up. Do you think it was Do you think it was unsympathetic of the network, or do you think in this day and age when people will do almost anything to advance their career, that they had to cover their bases? That's so messed up. That is so messed up. I agree. I agree. I think it's completely I fucking insensitive. I think that insensitive. you can't. Like, I think as a company, you're supposed to sit there on a, not on a moral ground, but a little bit higher up than the average Joe. So I feel like, you know, you would be the one to sit there and say, doesn't matter. We believe you. We trust you. This is a tragic situation. We support you. And that's it. As a person, if you want to lie and you want to somehow do something that's that sick and twisted for career advancement, that's going to fall on you. But I don't think the company should be the one to sit there and try to, you know try to exploit these I can try to you know get them to come out and actually admit that they did it for career advancement or something I was, like that I was blown away I can't too. believe they would even say that like why would you say especially with all the hate that you know professional sports have been getting towards women's rights why would a sports TV station 
not sit there and, you know, be like, oh, we completely support her. I know. I she got, got them a lot of money. Not like, look, at their ratings skyrocketed when that shit happened. She no longer works there, but I thought that was really insensitive. I was surprised. It's a, that's a messy court case of them trying to prove that she really wanted it for money and advancement. Mm-hmm. And that's what Marriott's argument was. I don't know. Very sad. I, I was really surprised about the network. Tis the season for messy court cases, I guess. <laughs> Why, what else is who else is this no I, like i don't know it just seems like it's now that's when everything's going down like you know. i know unbelievable um have you been a big fan are you a big fan of what nothing what did i miss i nothing. missed like a whole thing nothing nothing uh as you are saying <laughs> okay <laughs> anyhow did you watch the gordon ramsay trying uh girl scout cookies for the first time yeah i'm kind of springing this on you yeah but i thought you know sammy is the foodie and a lot of people want us to talk more about, you know, kind of who we are. There's a lot of new listeners to the podcast that want to know our story. Sammy, a little bit of background. Do you want to tell a little bit of background about who you are, why you're here? I'm a Tunisian from Iowa. Okay. Boom. That's it? That's, That's about the it. Whole thing. But you've been doing broadcast. You've been in the broadcasting entertainment field for how many years now? Yeah, like 10 years now. 10 years. We started in radio together in Washington, D.C. Yeah. But Sammy's a renaissance man. The whole time we were working together at 99.5 at this radio station that's a top 40 radio station here in D.C., We Sammy was also in the food industry. I like food a lot. You know, I find, like, I always take random restaurant jobs to kind of learn stuff, and I find it to be, a, you know... A good life skill to have. You've done TV. You used to host a Metro. Used to host a couple TV things. What was about it called? Food. Metro. Uh, Metro Mix. And then Metro I hosted Mix. NBC Foodies for a second there. Yes. Sammy had a TV career rocking and rolling. Uh, then the band came. Then I did Bonnie Rash, a music group, for a uh, while. Well, still doing that with Teddy Beats. Oh, was, my you God. you know, from the podcast intro and outro. So freaking talented. That's my partner in crime in that. And, yeah. And now I'm on the Hey Fresh podcast with a side company, Snacklands. Yes, Snacklands is this amazing vegan pork rind, which is like blowing up. Yeah, I mean, my story is pretty similar. I grew up in Maine. I went to an all-women's college, Mount Holyoke. And I, I have always known since I was like eight years old that I wanted to be in broadcasting. Did you do the announcements in high school? Yes. Did you? I did the announcements too in high yeah, school. Yeah. Senior year, did the morning yep. announcements. Absolutely, it was cast at high school. So then after Mount Holyoke, I just moved to DC. And at the time, like there was always this thing in radio where like people were always like, "You got to start market eighty in order to get to top ten market." Mm-hmm. I never paid any attention to that. I just moved to DC. I literally pounded the pavement. Like I would go into, I would walk into radio stations and be like, "Hey, are you?" like hiring and they were they'd be like what experience do you have and i'm like nothing and they were like well we need somebody on our promotions team to give out t-shirts and that's kind of how i started and i would tell everybody i wanted to make a demo tape and i did and worked my way up at z104 and um then i was on a classic rock station here for a year before everyone got fired from that and then joined 99.5 with you and we were there for six years so and I've, i do fox five things the local fox affiliate here like some lifestyle blog uh, reporting and um, but anyway, that's our story. So we both lived in, in D.C. for like 10 years. And, you know, we have this podcast show. We've worked in radio. We've sort of said enough with radio. Unfortunately, there's so much red tape. And it's a, radio, big businesses of, of radio, the major big businesses are just killing the business. So we're like, fuck that. We're going to do our own show. And we're going to make this into a multimedia platform show. So yeah. that's a little bit about us. No. Um, but as a foodie, I wanted to know, have you? when's the last time you eaten a Girl Scout cookie because I feel like you probably haven't. Oh, dude, I will say this, though. I hate Girl Scout cookies. (laughs) Well, I'm sure. I'm sure they're nothing but chemicals. The only good Girl Scout cookie there is 
are the ones like the uh, I feel like it's racist to say it. Samoans. Can I still call them yeah, Samoans? Yeah, that's what they call them, Samoans. Yeah. There's no N. There's no N, so Samoas. 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 Okay, that's why then it's not racist anymore, I guess. All right, sorry. I thought I was talking about a never mind. So anyways, Samoas. Those are really good, and I will eat the crap out of those, but my only issue is you buy this whole box, and you're like, dude, I'm going to have so many, and there's like 10 cookies in this huge box. <laughs> so yours is more with the branding. Yeah, yeah, I like the Samoas. The Samoas are delicious. I will eat the crap out of those, and if I find them, I'll buy a bunch, but... Otherwise? Otherwise, they're disgusting. Like the peanut butter ones, the peppermint ones. Ugh. I know. I was a Girl Scout, full disclosure, for years, but I haven't had a Girl Scout cookie in probably over 10 years. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. I don't buy them either because that's the thing. I went to buy them, and they have hydrogenated oils in all of the cookies, and I'm like, sorry. I mean, I'll give you a donation, but I'm not eating this crap. And I will say that the Samoas on the East Coast don't taste as good as the Samoas on the on the West Coast. Really? Yeah, because like, they have two different factories. That's why some cookies have different oh. names. But they're the same Girl Scout cookies. They have two different factories. There may be one on the East Coast and one on the West Coast. And that's where you get all the Girl Scout cookies from, based on your region. Well, the Girl Scouts of America were not uh -huh. happy. I didn't, That's a fun fact. I had no idea. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Look it up. Look it up, Joe. I know Bye I make up a lot Joe. of facts. Yeah. <laughs> but Bye Bye Joe, Joe is Googling. Up. But uh, the Girl Scouts were not happy after celebrity chef Gordon Ramsay was on Jimmy Kimmel and tried Girl Scout cookies and actually spit them out because he thought they tasted so nasty. Well, because, hold on, listen to him. <laughs> Dog biscuits, yes. Um, yeah, they're, they're okay. What's That's that? a tag along. Uh-huh. It's what, got, like, the, peanut butter in there or something, what, right? The, the name? Tagalong? Tagalong, yeah. Tag -along. It's an Indian word. It means right. dog biscuit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this is the uh, Samoa. That's the Samoa. It's got kind of a coconutty right. um, thing. Oh, here's some milk in uh, case you want. Thank, yeah. <laughs> thank, thank you, Guillermo. Our you? always has a glass of milk handy. <laughs> he actually is lactating, so it's a real oh. natural. Are they... Uh, are they always this small? Uh, yeah, they're always that small. Yeah. Really? It's like I, you said. I feel like they're a bigger. Maybe I was smaller when it started out. Right. That's okay. a bit weird. Yeah, I don't like those either. No. Those aren't my favorite, but these. Oh, he just spits it out. <laughs> Girl Scouts are not happy. Uh, but why, though? I mean, it's the truth, though. Girl Scout cookies are made for kids with zero palate. Like well. Sunny D, Girl Scout cookies. Like, there are certain things that are made for kids who have no effing clue what they're eating or drinking. <laughs> funny that a lot of the girls girls are like it's kind of offensive that you're on jimmy kimmel and you don't like him but why though why is that such a big deal like i really don't because like because you're supporting you know the whole thing about girl scouts or boy scouts if you're buying the popcorn it doesn't really matter what's in it you're supporting the greater cause right you learn a lot of great skills in girl scouts and that's kind of their staple they've banked a lot of money on the girl scout cookies representing them and that is offensive at this point to me because <laughs> the cookies are gross so up your game I you know agree. start making better cookies i agree don't make it don't make me feel so creepy that i have to go find a seven-year-old girl in a mini skirt to go buy some like <laughs> let me buy them at a grocery store because that's my biggest issue with girls i guess that's yeah, another issue that i have doesn't create the I, demand. Feel so, I feel so creepy i see girls so i'm like i'm not walking up there like what am i like Hey, girls, can I get your cookies? <laughs> like, no, that's so effing creepy. So I usually just walk away or I wait to find, like, one of my friends. Like, I'll send a girl to go buy them for me. Well, I, look, I mean, I understand what you're saying. But the problem is, is Girl Scout cookies, they don't have the same demand. Yeah. If, you, if they're in the grocery store, they don't have the same demand. But I have, I want to see them up with their games. I so think they have a gluten-free, but get an organic cookie. And you're right. Get, like, a... Good cookie. A good no, cookie that's like a big cookie. Don't listen to Sarah on the organic, gluten-free, whatever. No, no. 
Just make them good. <laughs> like, stop serving me shitty cardboard. I don't want hydrogenated oils in anything. Those are the worst things for you. If anything, why don't you teach the kids, like, how to actually bake cookies that don't taste like shit and then have them sell them? <laughs> you know? That'd or what? Good. Is the profit not as much? Is it, does it take too much well, time? No, but you know this. You can't regulate how they're making them. You don't, If you don't have a kitchen and somebody gets sick off the cookie that you've made because some kid didn't know how to whip an egg, right? Or uh, Who cares? <laughs> They'll learn their lesson. That's part of life skills. Kids need to get sick. Well, Let's give some shout-outs today. By the way, dcimprov.com. Allison just gave us the thumbs up. The tickets are on sale right now. You'll want to get them. Uh, a couple of people. I need to say hi to Sheetle, who left a comment on our Potomatic. Her name is Sheetle? <laughs> or are you just pronouncing that wrong? <laughs> no, I don't know. Right. S-H-E-E-T-A-L. Sheetal? Sheetal? Sheetle? Sheetle. Stop it! Sheetal. It's like Don Sheetle. <laughs> He's one of my favorite actors. What about she at all? Yeah. <laughs> okay, Sheetle. She says... She sheet all over the bed? No. <laughs> no, yesterday she left a comment. And I wanted to give her a shout out. Big fan. She just started following the podcast. And we were talking... We were having baby discussion yesterday about if I want to have a kid or not. Dan uh -huh. and I are at that place. She says, speaking of babies, I just want to let you guys know, whenever I put on the cast pod, my baby in my belly starts kicking so much. Really? <laughs> yes. That's so good. Your babies and your baby knows so much more than most other babies. Think about it. your awesome. baby's gonna know every four-letter word before they even know the three-letter words. Uh, and then you know, if you are just tuning in, just discovering the podcast, there's been several highlight episodes. I believe it was like episode eight or nine that was at the mosque, the Adams Mosque okay. out in Virginia. Uh -huh. uh, Mel, also, if you have been a longtime Kane Show fan and then Sarah Ty and Mel fan, she was on episode 24, I believe. 24, maybe. No Don't one look knows. at me. No I don't remember. Okay, okay, never mind. What episode? So does this? Well, this one, I want to say hello to Nicole. She writes, hey, Sarah and Sammy, I'm going to be honest. I haven't listened to you guys since the Kane show, frankly, because, and by the way, for those of you who are new, that was the 99.5 morning show we were on, um, just because I haven't had time. But she says, I loved that your episode 26, that was the episode where I talked about the email of the woman who called me out as um, racist, being racist and having white privilege. Sarah's so white. She says, quote, I loved your episode 26 as a black black woman we often feel want quote white support but have confused definition of what that means frankly it is because of the varying trust levels in the communities i appreciate how you took the criticism and expressed you wanted to grow from it instead of what most do get frustrated and abandon the cause i just wanted you to know how much i appreciated that nicole i'll keep listening to you and sammy thank you so much wow sarah for a racist you took that with grace <laughs> <laughs> if you want to listen to episode 25 and 26, definitely download it. And we are going to have more race discussions on this show. I can't stand, I'm telling you, like, I can't stand morning shows where it's just like all, all they do is talk about like lily white crap or, or TV shows for that. Justin like, Bieber changed his pants. Coming up next after the tits no. at two or yeah, whatever they do. Yeah, tits for Tuesday yeah, or whatever. tits for Tuesday. This show is going to have dynamic topics, okay? We're not just one-sided. Today, I feel like I swore a lot more, so I just want to apologize to everybody. There yeah. you go. Uh, buy your buy your tickets, dcimprov.com, for our April 1st live taping. You can see all this action up front and real. Uh, also, follow us on social media. Mm -hmm. At the Sammy K. He's on Snapchat, on Instagram, on Twitter. I'm at HeyFrage Show on Snapchat, and then on Instagram and Twitter, at HeyFrage. Also, if you want to email and you want to comment on this podcast, you want to be a guest, or there's an interesting topic or blog you want to share with us, it's Sarah with an H 
at hayfrase, H-E-Y-F-R-A-S-E dot com. All right, mañana. We'll see you mañana. Mañana. Bye.